You're listening to a podcast from the Finnish Football Show. I'm supposed to do a clap and then a back on me. Yes. What? It's the Finnish Football Show. Hello, uh, my name's Rich Nelson. I'm at Escape to Swarmy. And passenger this week is Keke Munuri. Hello, Keke. Moi, moi. Uh, it's just the two of us today, so this is going to be a, uh, a little bit of a... I don't know, we'll try not to make it too whistle-stop, will we? But uh, we've got a lot to talk about. It's been a while since we did something that wasn't uh, summarising a, a hookiat game or anything. But uh, I guess at the time of recording, we're on uh, Thursday the 13th of October... 22, we've already got our Vakehouse Liga champions for the season. Uh, how do you, <laughs> it's a shame we didn't get our end of end of year decider like we had last year. Yeah, mate, I was, I was really pinning my hopes on that one. I was, I was really looking forward to a title decider last game of the season. But yeah, they, um, they pitched you to it. Oh, yeah, cool. they're, uh, they're officially back. I mean, um, after that start to the season, it was, uh, it was hard to see them coming, making their way back, but they've um, they've done what they tend to do, and they they picked up the trophy. Yeah, it's, it's funny the uh, the richest team in Finland with the biggest squad uh, wins the title. I don't know what's going on there, but, um, <laughs> but <laughs> no sour grapes here. But um, but yeah, I, I mean to, to be fair to them, um, they, they the second half of the season they uh, they really picked it up, didn't they? I think um, other than that that defeat at Honka in um, a couple of weeks ago um, really and, and again we can talk about that as well and but yeah the start of the season they had and all the sort of on and off the pitch issues they've had some really terrible injuries throughout we've had um, Rob Risky got injured in that um, I think it's the cup tie at VPS Moran was out for the season as well I mean that was kind of the one that was designated as a Black Monday for them because they lost those two for the season <laughs> and they had their uh, Brazilian fella got got himself sacked on the same day um, and they got knocked out. Oh, did, did get, no, they got through the cup on penalties that day. But uh, yeah, I think at, at that point, it was kind of difficult to really see where the season was going to go for them. It certainly looked like it was going to be an uphill struggle. But yeah, they, it's fair play to them. You know what I mean? They, you said, you know, they've got the biggest budget, the biggest squad or whatever. But yeah, they've um, fair play to them. After those early season knocks, they had to sort of pick themselves up and yeah, they mm. turned it around. So, I mean... Um, yeah, it would have been would have been nice to see a bit more of the riskies, but um, but yeah, the players who have come and filled in have done the business. And uh, to be fair, some some of the players in that Hoyi core squad have, have come to the fore, and they've even you know um, managed to all across the pitch managed to pick up uh, their their little international call ups as well. So, um, so yeah, fair play to them. I mean, the, the the strange thing about it is is that you know before the season and and, and during some some of the transfers they've made has been a little bit of a kind of retirement home for former Finland national team players uh, and they had Jorna Toivio sign them in, in the close season they had uh, and, and during the summer they signed Hetemai and uh, Palos Arayuri uh, Jukka Reitler came back as well and, and it was that kind of if you played for Finland then you're past 30 come to Hoiko and yet um, Hetemai's done well Reitler's done well but some of the players who've who've really come through this season have been 
either their, their younger players. Uh, Santori Vanonen has been excellent when I've seen him play. And um, also, when you look at some of the players that they brought in, like uh, Connor Hazard on, on loan from Celtic, has been in really good form. He, he's done really well and kept him in several games, including in Europe. And um, and I think when you look at that and, and you look at the ability, when they've because they're two strikers, uh, Malik and um, Radulovic, they've not done brilliantly, uh, let's be fair. I mean, Malik in particular, so I think he's only scored twice since he signed. And, uh, and they have been relying on goals elsewhere. And yet for them, they can just go, right, well, we'll bring on Olasanya, who scored, I don't know, he must be nearly in double figures for the season now. You know, he did well for, for their junior side and on loan at Yarrow last season. David Brown's been pitching in with goals. Yep. Um, Santi Hostica as well. And Lucas Lingman coming on loan in the summer was a, a, a really good signing for him. So, um, yeah, I mean, they've, they've got, yeah, by, by, by far the best squad and the best players. So, uh, I guess speaks for itself. There you go. The, the cream rises, as so they say, mate. But um, but you're right. You know they they've been a bit shrewd about their business. I mean, you you, you might say that the um, picking up the ex hawkier players was 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 obvious ones. But yeah, they've been a bit they've been a bit shrewd in some of their other business, and um, and it's paid off for them. So um, so yeah, we we congratulate them on their. How many championships is that now? 50? Oh, I seven? think it's 32 for the men's team. Men's, I think yeah. This is the third in the row um, in, in the league. And, and yeah, it's hard to see really with, with the money they're getting from the Europa League. Um, they've sold Casper Terho to um, the, the club in Belgium. So they've got a decent fee for him. Uh, you do wonder uh, if any of the others will be moving abroad Um Kind of, I mean, if they can keep Lingman, that's a, that's a good signing. But um, but yeah, that that kind of you, you see that gap is just going to get bigger, really. And you just hope that uh, Coops, Honka, Asiko, Inter are going to go for a a bit of a butterfly moment over the winter. Hopefully, that their new coaching changes that 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 really kick on for next year. But um, I mean, as as we're talking now, Hoyko are just about to kick off in Europe uh, away to Ludogorets, and. Uh, for them, I mean, they've only got the one point so far, which was um, uh, at home to Ludogorets last week. But at the time, at the time of writing, they're only three points behind Roma, so uh, yeah, could get that Anything third place spot. <laughs> I'm sure Marino will be watching in uh, in terror, knowing that Hoyko are breathing down their necks. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, spe- speaking about the rest of the league, I mean, we'll talk about the, the championship series now. As we're one game from the end, and and to be honest, pretty much everything. The odd, uh, I think the, the fifth and sixth place have been sorted now. Um, I mean, we, we've talked, you know, I won't talk about Coops too much, you know, not that I'm bitter, but, um, you know, if, if things haven't gone well for them really since since the summer and it's hard to know where, where that's been. But uh, we've kind of been talking on, on pods and on WhatsApp about how exciting it's been to see Honka kind of return brilliant, to the top totally. half of the table. Yeah, it's been brilliant. I mean, um, they, uh, they, for them... I mean, they've finished on four. Well, not finished. There's a game left, and they've got 48 points. But the, the medals have been dished out. They, I think, they're confirmed as the as the bronze medal, aren't they? So, mm. I mean, for for Honka, who've been through their trials and tribulations in in the not so distant past, it's they've had a fantastic season. I mean, um, they picked up some really good results. They were early season league leaders, I think, at one point, and um, and yeah, they they've managed to sort of sort of go to. I mean, I joked there and said the cream comes to the top. Do you know what I mean? But you would have you. 
start of the season, you would have put your money on either Hoyukor or Cooks being in first and second spot. So for Honka to come in third, they've, they've, you know, they've done really, really well. I think that's uh, something to be something to be celebrated, you know, that, that bronze medal position for them. Yeah, because, I mean, for, for, for a while, you know, they, they got relegated. They basically kind of went bust and reformed, didn't they? And yep. they've, they've had a lot of issues, I think, with their, their ownership hasn't been as transparent as some and, and, and that. But, uh, you know, they, they seem to have happened upon a decent scouting system. They've been bringing in, I think, that the players they've been bringing in have been good. They've got a strong core to the team. Um, Agon Sadiku has 14 goals in 25 yeah. games. Wow. Um, it's, I mean, it's a crack of return. And, and if you go beyond him, you've got players like Rui Modesto, um, Kevin Janssen as well. And um, I mean, even at the back, they've done well. It's, it's just a shame that it really was up until maybe a month ago or so, it really was a free horse race. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, I think the experience of the others just kind of put them down a little bit. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I think you've hit the nail on the head there, mate. It's, it, it comes down to that winning mentality and that experience of seeing it out to the end. But as you say, it was really exciting to see Honker still still in it and with with something to play for coming right into in late into the season. You mentioned them them players there, but the uh, that young lad Florian Klebs, he had a he had a he had a decent season as well. You know, um, pitched him with a few goals and a few assists. Um I think he was on loan when he reached so I don't know if he'll be um if he'll be I think that, that they signed him from I think it was a permanent signing. I think he was from Dortmund's second oh, right. second okay. team. Yeah. yeah, so hopefully he'll he'll hang about and uh, and they can push on again next year. Yeah, fingers crossed. Um and in fourth place, which again we, we were I say robbed, but uh we, we were hoping for for a decider because as well as having first against second. On Sunday, we've also got third against fourth. Uh, Hacker are going into that game. Unfortunately, they they've been confirmed as fourth after pushing a very late push for the uh, for the bronze medal match. I think at one point they won. Oh God, did they win five matches in a row? I think it was yeah, five matches in a row they won. And you had uh, the flying Scotsman Lee Irwin with seventeen goals in twenty six games and. Uh, you kind of think when when Hacker came up last year and that they were quite, I'm trying to be complimentary. They were very solid, uh, not not particularly exciting, but they were definitely a solid team under Timo Tainio. But uh, they they found someone with goals and uh, yeah, it's amazing what a goal scorer can do to a team like that. Yeah, I mean, again, that's that's a result for them. A fourth place finish for for Hacker. That's a that's a decent return from this season, I think. You know. Um, as you say, they they they've added added a goal sto- goal scorer to that that stingy back line that they had, and um, and yeah, it's paid dividends. They've they've come in in fourth spot, so um, yeah, I think everyone's everyone involved in the club's got to be got to be pleased with that when you consider their recent recent history as well. Yeah, um, and and with this, and and we'll touch on it. The um, I mean, Irwin only signed a one year contract when he moved in the winter, so. Um, it's quite likely he'll leave. Um, he'd been linked with some clubs in the summer and Hacker turned down what they said was a six-figure transfer fee. And um, you do wonder, I mean, it's uh, whether they'd have got to fourth without him if they sold in the summer. Probably not. But um, I know a friend, friend of the show, uh, Larry, did say a couple of weeks ago after he scored against Asico that it was the best performance by a Vegas League of striker he'd ever seen. 
Um, and there were some jokes called Praise him, indeed. Praise the, indeed. The, the Hollander Vakehouse Liga. But um, when, when you look at where this sort of table leads us, is that we've gone back this year to having a European playoff and you've got five teams competing for that last remaining conference league spot. And, yeah. I mean, it's not like Finnish football to make things complicated, but we've, <laughs> <laughs> but you've got the teams coming in seventh and eighth, <laughs> i.e. the top two of the bottom half of the table. The we'll relegation play, group. Well, the relegation group will play fifth and sixth in the, um, the top half. So you've got Asiko Inter, Asiolo and one other, who I think at the moment is likely to be... Uh, Mary, uh, v- VPS. Well, yes, th- th- that changes. Um, they play each other. Then the winners of that game play each other. So then the winner of that game goes through to play a two-legged game against Haka, and the winner of that goes into the qualifying rounds for the Conference League next season. There you um, go. So you've got an extra five games at the end of the season to decide who gets to play away to probably some team from Malta or Kosovo in yeah. July next year. So, um, yeah, well, good for them. <laughs> no, that's it. I mean, you know, if uh, obviously there's, that's, that's a bit of a convoluted way to get to decide who's going to go into those, uh, those conference league playoff rounds. But I mean, if you're, if you're Vapes or, or I'll say Olo and you're, you've got a route into the, um, into the conference league, that's, that's a result, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? I mean, um, Bepsel there, like um, for them to for them to finish in that position and and be able to at the end of the season have something to play for and be be fighting for a possible European spot. That's 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 unbelievable. That's amazing. Well, bear in mind they came up last season and yeah. Olu won the relegation playoff yeah. um, over two legs and and they're potentially well I've lost count now three four games from Europe. Um, and you think as well that um, this only happens because Coops won the cup, so the the place goes into eight. That, that competition drops down a place, but even so, it is it gives those teams a little bit of something because you think you know playing in Europe, even in that Conference League qualifying round, I think is worth about hundred and fifty thousand euros. I think you get for competing in it, and then you get prize money for for winning and going through. So, you know, it's not not exactly small fry when you look at you know, those sort of clubs and what they could do with that money. It's um yeah, it's massive really. Definitely. I mean, you know, that's you're talking you're talking a, a decent percentage of the budget there. Aren't you? Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. If you if you get if you get that sort of windfall, that's that's like a, a lottery win for a lottery win for some of those clubs. So um mm. so yeah good good luck to everyone taking part. Yeah. And uh we'll, we'll round that off the fifth and sixth teams play on Sunday. That's Asico against Inter. Um, or it might be interesting you got. And that was the game we had last season that ended up being a bit of a shootout for the top scorer with uh, Chalman and Tuco both ending the season as, uh, as level top scorers. Neither player is still at the club and both <laughs> teams have somewhat struggled in this uh, uh, post-season lull. Inter have lost all four games in uh, in this post-season period. So... Uh, They've got a lot to do. Uh, Jakobis, I don't know if you mentioned it last time, has been confirmed as their new manager for next year. Um, yeah. He did he did a good job with Ilves before it all kind of went a little bit sour. So mm-hmm. uh, it's nice to see him back. He's been uh, very busy punditing. So, um, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll see wholesale changes. It, it will be interesting to see um, Jakobis back in, back in the league. I mean, um, 
he, he was at Ilves for quite a while, wasn't he? And he, he was, mm. you know, they were challenging. He was doing great things there. Not quite sure what was behind it all going sour. But um, they, I don't think we can say they've been the same side since. No, I mean, he, he, he left, um, I think it was about 18 months ago, sort of t- about half, maybe halfway through, this, through last season. Um, I mean, he won the cup with them um, a couple of years before that and got him into Europe. Uh, I think there were some issues with uh, recruitment and I think there was some behind-the-scenes stuff that I think generally things have gone a little bit stale, which yeah. they tend to do. I mean, he'd been there for five years, I want to say, um, and obviously done fairly well with uh, Tampa United previously. So, um I mean, he's definitely got a decent pedigree, but um, he's been touted with a lot of the vacant jobs over the last year or so. So to actually step into Inter is a, a well-resourced club, albeit with um, yeah, a, lot of, uh, a lot of work to do on the pitch. Um, in the bottom half, let's have a laugh. Uh, Hoy, of course, were finally, oh, rele- finally relegated um, a couple of weeks ago. I don't oh, know how they managed to drag it out. About, what do you say about that? <laughs> So we've got I mean, 26 games, one win. One win. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. We had all the disciplinary problems. We had the we had the the, the Europa League legend Beto coming in and <laughs> getting himself getting himself sent off and at all sorts. We had, you know, Mixel Parkline and turning up, and I'm thinking, right, here we go. They're gonna turn it round. They're gonna turn it round. And yeah. One win all season. I mean, those fans, their fans have been absolutely immense every every week. You know, home and away, they're one of the one of the biggest mobs who travel to away games. But yeah, they've they've not been not really been repaid with with results on the pitch. I mean, um, I've I've watched a couple of the games. I don't think you can accuse the players of not trying. It just just whatever they whatever they tried didn't seem to work. It was just, I mean, the, for me that obviously I mentioned Beto. We had the Portuguese coach at the start. That was a bit of a farce, wasn't it? And then you know, Beto was doing all sorts to try and get himself out of there. It was, um, yeah, it was all a bit all a bit of a mishmash. But as I say, I think I, think, I can't, don't think you can fault the players' effort. It just nothing seemed to go for them. And um, and yeah, they've 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 had to. Had to say goodbye to a couple of club legends as well now. So we've had there's been some retirements as well. So relegation, wholesale changes. It needs a bit of a revamp down there. Yeah, because um Patalinen said after the relegation was confirmed, I think there were still two games left that he'd see out the, the remainder of the season. And then about two days later he went, No, I'm gone now. Um he obviously couldn't didn't fancy it. Uh, and yeah, you had in the game against uh, Mariham. At the weekend, you had uh, Yuka Halme, that was his last game, and Yane Backman, and also Sakari Matila, who um, is retired. Um, he's suspended for the final game of the season because he plays for Hoy, of course. Of course, he's suspended. Um, so that turned out to be his final game, and, and he's said, yeah, he's got nothing more to give professional football. Um, I mean, it's, it's just, it, it, it was a painful watch quite frankly, and I, I know we're not here to, to tear them apart or anything because there's a lot of stuff going on off the pitch there. Uh, they've gone through more ownership uh, regimes and I think I've gone through socks over my lifetime, but it's um, it's been a difficult one. And uh, and the fact that they managed to drag it out that long, I mean, they, they got a tune out of Roman Eremenko once he got himself settled in. I think he had a bit of a knock and he started playing well and scoring and playing 90 minutes. So you wonder if where he'll be next season. 
but um but yeah and hopefully i mean we, we don't want to say you know they'll come back strong or anything but perhaps you know th- this might be a bit of a, a shot in the arm they've been i think they've had about four years this time around in the top division so um yeah i mean for me that club needs to be in the top division the you know the stadium in derby needs to be the standout fixture for finnish football you know the spectacle that it creates i don't want to see another 10 15 however many years it was without a stad in derby so i do hope that they can sort sort it all out and i do hope that they can bounce back but you know it will remain to be seen i know some fans of the club and people who are close to the club and you know there's I, I, I know they have juniors but i don't think there's much of a promotion from junior level going on over there you know it all seems to have been a bit band-aidy quick fixes that that haven't sort of worked so yeah maybe a little rebuild and hopefully they can come back yeah I think when you look at a lot of the other clubs in the top two or three divisions that they don't have that kind of reach um, beyond the fan base I don't think there's really that kind of community side to it there's not that kind of depth and breadth of of three four junior sides below them Uh, I know they have you know, well, they did have anyway the, the the other teams, but there doesn't seem to be that kind of that all encompassing thing. That you know, I mean, when when you're up against Hoyko, it's going to be difficult. But um, yeah, you know, that, but but that seems to be something they just have to deal with, and and hopefully they can find what works for them. Um, you know, what whatever it happens to be. But I think, uh, as you say, Helsinki definitely needs a second club. Um, and hopefully, you know, hopefully it's them. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. There's definitely a couple more bubbling around in the region below them. But uh, we're, we're also, well, I we'll say, Lati, we, we jest mid-table mediocrity. They are well and truly in 11th place. <laughs> Not and, this time. Uh, no, they've been absolutely rubbish. I mean, like, everyone everyone in Lati is thanking God for Hoy, of course, I think, because, like, <laughs> Um, like you know, they've only picked up four wins all season. Unbelievable, mm. and that we do—they are a bit of a butt of our jokes. You know what I mean? Because we do just say they sit around mid-table, hover hover at mid-table all season. But I mean, they—they'll um, just be glad to see the back of this season. I think. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, they've. Um, it looks it, well. They will. They're going to have to play a relegation playoff, so uh, it could get worse. Well, we talked we talk about Hoyevko. I mean, Lati's discipline has been appalling as well. I mean, the, the amount of players they've lost to suspensions over the last few weeks. I mean, uh, it's Edward M- Emis, um, Emsis, he, I think, recently got I think, two lots of suspensions in a row. I think he got 11 bookings in 18 games, <laughs> which is pretty special, quite frankly. Yeah. Um, and and you look, I mean, they had a, a manager change during the season as well, but it, it didn't make much of a difference. And their top scorer has three goals, um, which you know, and that's from midfield. So it, it's you know, it is what it is for them. And uh, and as you said, yeah, they'll they'll play a relegation playoffs, and it'll be against the winner of uh, TPS and Yarrow, who play on Monday, as we talk now. Uh, so they play on Monday for the right to play a two-legged tie against Lati. Yeah. So. Um, We'll see. TPS are perennial uh, playoff Yo, yes. participants. Yeah. I think. I think at one point, I think they played four out of five. So in five years, they played four of the playoffs as either a top division or, or second tier side. So uh, 
if they get through, we'll we'll see. But um, I mean, they've well, they recently sacked Jonathan Janssen after a, a fairly mediocre season where they were expected to to coast upwards, but the Cotepe beat them to it. So they'll be back at the first attempt. Um, and yeah, the rest of the season, the rest of the relegation series, uh, Ilves kind of limped away again. It was not a great season for them, I think. Uh, yeah. Thanks to Pennon and really kept them kind of going. Uh, Mariham, after a bad start, they they picked up goals. Uh, I think they had, I think their top scorer was Oweri, who scored, I think, seven games in a row now. He scored in. And um, yeah, I think he's probably older than we are, but he's, uh, he's still not <laughs> knocking them in. So, uh, yeah, sorry, 11 goals in 21 games he's got, and he's yeah, coming up to 36. So, uh, wow. yeah, prime of his life. He's doing well. But yeah, he scored, um, yeah, scored in his last five games, six in five games. So he'll do well. Uh, VPS and, uh, and Asi Olu are confirmed the seventh. Um, so yeah, good, good season for them in, in sort of hindsight. I think at the start of the season, they'd have been probably happy to, to escape any trouble at the bottom. But uh, there we go. Olu have been really good to watch, actually. So um, yeah, look forward to seeing them next season. Yeah. Um, one thing we thought we'd talk about, and um, we, we shared this, and we're still trying to get our heads around it. And I mean, you shared the images in our WhatsApp group, but uh, yeah, in the um, Ukanen, um the the second tier, the, the first division, um, at the end of next season, is going to go through a a real sort of heavy restructuring. Um, if you're able to, KK, because I'm struggling, uh, are you able to put into words what's going to happen? To finish football structure, uh, they're going to mess about with it a fair bit. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think um, the end. The end game is to have two, two competitive, similarly competitive divisions. I believe, you know, like the top two divisions to be of, of, a, of a not a huge gap in standard. That that's that's the end game, I believe. But. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's been this has just been announced. Obviously, we the graphic will be in the show notes to try and explain better than we're mumbling on about about what actually happens. But um, I've I've heard I've heard on the grapevine that this uh, this experiment might even only last four or five seasons. It's and and then they're then they're on about I don't know if there's another revamp they're already working on or whether they're just going to do away with their new their new Ukas Liga. But um, but yeah, we won't get too carried away with getting rid of it. We've, we've got to get it started first. But um, yeah, I mean, from a personal note, I'm just I'm just absolutely delighted that Yi Yi Core managed to get promoted to Ukonin this season because if um, if it would have been next season, it, well, I'm not quite sure where they would have ended up. I mean, there's a there's all sorts of convolutions that you got to go through, and there's if you're in if you're in a certain group of Kukkonen and, and you come second, you can either end up in, in Ukkonen or, or going going down compared to, depending on the teams in the other groups and how, how well they fared, you know, so it's um, yeah, it's a bit of a bit of a strange one but yeah, the best way the best way to try and work it out is to is to have a look at the image that, um, that Palo Lito put out and uh, yeah, try and, try and get your head around it, but we're going to end up with we're going to end up with um, a ten-team Ukosliga and a twelve-team Ukonen, and then three Kakonen groups of ten teams, I believe. 
Yeah. yeah. So um, it's, it's it's like that meme, you know, with a fellow with a string on the board going a bit bonkers. He can't work it out. Um, yeah. So yes, yeah, so I think so. So the plan is essentially the Ukas Liga is going to be. I think it's being created because to kind of make the teams going up to Veikkaus Liga stronger. And I think the idea is that it'll kind of make, it's like getting teams ready. It's almost like grooming them to, to, to do okay in the top division because there's been talk for years about making the Veikkaus Liga bigger. And to be honest, after this season, that is not what Veikkaus Liga needs. Veikkaus Liga needs 12-ish competitive teams and this year you've had yeah. one one appalling team, one who's not been much better. So really, making it bigger isn't gonna isn't really the answer. And I think what they're looking at is doing that. But um, but yeah, and even the naming convention too. You've got Ukasliga and Ukanen. I mean, virtually the same name. Um, and you've got if you get relegated from Ukanen next year, you get relegated into the Ukanen. So what's going on there? Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I. I it's weird because you can kind of see what they're trying to do, but the end result doesn't make any sense. Um, I think uh, I know that, that they've had a committee set up to kind of improve the infrastructure of Finnish football. And we saw that this year with the Swarman Cup, which has been a roaring success in the most part. Uh, so they thought, well, why don't we meddle with something else? And um, and again, I think with, with the noblest of intentions, this is an absolute shambles. And I look forward to seeing it in action. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, um, everyone, we, we, we obviously love Finnish football and we, we, we love it for lots of reasons. It's, um, it's administrative quirks are one of the reasons we love it so much. And um, yeah, here's, a, here's another one for us to contend with. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've also heard today that, um, that Palolito are looking for some sponsorship for their new Ukos Liga. So, if they're interested in calling it the, uh, the Finnish Football Show podcast, Ikos Liga, you know where to find us. Well, we might be able to rummage down the back of the sofa and see what we can find. That's it. That's Sell it. a couple more T-shirts. Yeah, and buy us coffees. Buy us coffees so we can sponsor Ikos Liga. Yeah, because producer Mark will beat us if... Uh... Yeah, if you, if we you fail don't, to if sell, we, yeah, if we don't sell anything, we'll have to go and sleep out on the streets or something like that. He'll be in his tower, cat scowling at us all for making fun of Asiko earlier on. Yeah. We have been naughty boys, Keke. We've been very naughty. We have. Um, but um, but as you said earlier, um, Yiko are uh, on their way back up. Yeah, it's um, it's it's a it's a funny one. They uh, they almost went. They almost did a, a an Arsenal um, Invincibles, Rich, which you you'll remember from back mm. in the day. But um, but yeah, they uh, they went they went away to Barcelona, of course, and um, and got their 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 only loss of the season on what should have been a promotion party from uh, our old mate Omar Marley. So um, so oh. everyone everyone from Uvascular who went across there had a bit of a miserable trip back home on the bus, but. Um, didn't have to wait too long. It was only a week or so later that they, they got the points that saw them secured as uh, as their, their group Kakonin champions. And yeah, they go up into straight into Rukkanin. Excellent. Well, as I say, we're um, getting closer back to having a, a Savon derby again. So, uh, yes. But it's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah, all right. No, no, but I say it's been that, that that's again something to, to look forward to. I think when um, Coops played, is it Mikkeli in the cup? This year, that was treated as a bit of a derby. Uh, it's not a real one, though. But uh, more, yeah. again, administrative rather than anything else. But uh, 
here we go. Well, uh, as we said, uh, producer Mark will uh, slap us and kick us out the pod and the WhatsApp group if we don't uh, talk about our, uh, our T-shirts that we sell. And I guess we, we're getting towards the end of the 2022 range now. I suppose uh, we're going to have to get cracking over the winter. We've got our T-shirts with Ali, the newly betrothed yes. member of the group. Congratulations, Ali. Keep that yeah, they, um, yeah, they look all right. They look all right. The old five-a-side, the old five-a-side team. We've um, now there's five Finnish football show members. Only two of us have turned up tonight, but there you go. Mm. But um, but yeah, get yourself over to tpublic.com and have a have a click, have a have a browse through the, the designs. There'll be some new designs coming out for next season. So um, get them while you can. Yeah, and um, there's plenty of other bits as well. Um, there's, there's the other shop. We'll dig the link out for stickers and mugs because uh, now that our Swami caller in uh, Kingston is asking people to bring their own mugs, uh, I think I, I spy a marketing opportunity there. Be uh, yeah. selling a few in the cafe there. I might actually get a full full measure of coffee in my cup this year if everyone's listening, which uh, we shall see. And on that subject, yeah, buy, buy me a coffee. I'm going to contribute towards the running costs of the website. Uh, the podcast feed, the YouTube channel, all the Instagram adverts that we're putting out, trying to get more people to come and see what we're doing. And um, yeah, because I think over the next, we'll come the end of October, we're going to be back to know, trying to do some more interviews, I suppose. Yeah, we will do. Yeah, we're. Um, I'm working on a couple of bits, a couple of interviews. There was, uh, there's one, um, there's one I, I, I thought I'd prepared, but you know, with every week that passes and another goal that goes in, you find yourself having to have to rewrite your um, rewrite parts of your interview. But yeah, we hope to bring you some uh, some more some more chats with um, with the players, both the Hawkeye and Helmerit players. So yeah, stay tuned and we'll we'll see what we can bring you. Yeah. Um, speaking of Helmer, it's a show, um, so the retirement of uh, Essie Sinio this, uh, well, it's this coming at the end of this month. Mm. She, uh, she retired from international football after the Euros, but uh, yeah, she's hanging up her boots after a, a very long career travelling around Europe. And um, yeah, she's, uh, she's hanging up her boots for Hoiko, which is where she's ended up in uh, the last couple of years. So yeah, it's a shame that... Um, I think a lot of these players are coming to the end of their careers and it makes us feel really old. Been around watching most of it, haven't we? <laughs> no, that's it. Yeah, I mean, um, what a career that Essie has had. Do you know what I mean? She's, mm. um, yeah, she's been a, a professional, uh, you know, a paid professional for, for many years, you know, left Finland, went, went, went out there and did the business, you know, came home and, um, and yeah, at, a, at that last season at Hoyiko. But that my, my, Lasting memory of Essie will be, um, you know, when uh, Helmerit were, were sort of cruelly beaten 1-0 by Denmark and, and Essie sort of slumped to her knees on the pitch and you could see that she'd absolutely given given everything, you know. And um, despite despite it being a defeat, it was a, it was a, an image that will live long in the mind, I think. It just showed you how much she's given football, really. You know, that, that one image, could just you could sum it up, that was... How much she'd she'd given from her own life to to the game of football. So yeah, enjoy your well earned retirement, Sisania. Indeed, and uh, yeah, uh, after the the last round of internationals, um, yeah, Finland ducked out of the Women's World Cup. Ireland have gone on to qualify for the tournament uh, next year. So um, yeah, fair play to them. And Finland are thirtieth in the FIFA Women's Rankings that came out this morning. Uh, but, yeah. Hot off the press news for you there. Um, so for the second half, I don't have my whistle. I'm sure we're 
producer Mark will stick one in. Um, we are going to talk about something we hinted at at the end of the last episode, uh, the draw for qualifying for Euro 2024 was made on Sunday and uh, Finland being in pot two aren't going to argue about this Group H, are they, Keke? No, not at all. I mean, um, we've, we, 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 obviously we've been through the Nations League. We've, we've, we've followed, that, followed that, you know, as it progressed. Um, you know, I, I, off I went to Montenegro. If you look back to the, to the last episode, you'll see, see me hijack the uh, yeah drop into the, the pod and um, and say hello from Montenegro but that that win in Montenegro basically cemented and the results that followed sort of um, from the other teams cemented second place in that in that nations league group for Finland put them in pot two and um, ultimately helped us out with this with this group we've got which I think you know we 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 can all be quite happy with um Obviously, the, the the big gun, the one, the, the the team that came out of the, the top seeds there, Denmark, um, not too far to go. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's, uh, there's bound bound to be a uh, bound to be a, a few people who, who fancy trekking back to Parken to um, to see that one, and um, you know, which we we all remember what happened there. But arguably, one of the greatest victories in, in Finland's recent history. I mean. Yeah, the rest of the group, Slovenia, Kazakhstan, Northern Ireland and, uh, and San Marino. I mean, you, you wouldn't argue with that, would you? No, and I think um, when you look at some of the other teams that were pulled out of the tournament uh, in, in that qualifying, I mean, you look at England, we're in pot two, got Italy yeah. and Ukraine. Uh, yeah. Very tough opposition there. I think Finland have done quite well, as you said. Uh, Denmark away to start, followed by Northern Ireland away. And, uh, and we were reminiscing before uh, before the start around the last visit there back in 2015. It was very much the, the tail end of Mixu Patalainen's reign of terror. And, um, yeah, well, shambles of a game that was. But, um, but yeah, back, back on another Sunday evening in Belfast. So uh, uh, I think that, that might be a, a potential away trip for, for certainly one or two of us anyway. Um, yeah, yeah, when you look, look, a look at, at that, mate. Yeah, but when you look at the fixes, I mean, again... The, the way that the international calendar has been condensed to so all the fixtures for the qualifying are going to be played in 2023, starting in March. Uh, Finland have then got a home double header against Slovenia and San Marino in June, uh, followed by you know, Kazakhstan away, Denmark at home in September, uh, October, Slovenia away and Kazakhstan at home, and ending with Northern Ireland at home and San Marino away in November. So uh, realistically... Yes, Hmm. Not not a bad draw. No, not not at all. I mean, um, you look you look you look through that group, and uh, uh, you know, we I'm always optimistic. I'm I'm ever the optimist. But you look you look through that group, and you think these these older these games are winnable. You know, like obviously Denmark are a step up. They're a, they're a classy outfit. I mean, um, I don't expect don't expect Kazakhstan to be a turnover away from home, but but you know. The, the Northern Ireland, they're in a, they're in a bit. They, they've had their, they've had their fun. They're in a bit of a transition. We need to be going to places like Belfast and San Marino and scoring bags full of goals past these teams. Do you know what I mean? So, even the way that the, even the way that the fixtures have, have come out, like you said, they're rich. You know, like the, the running, the running's decent for us. I think um, was it San Marino at home. In uh, was it 2010, it was Yari Lipman's last game 
for Finland, wasn't it? That was a eight mm. nil. I think that one was. But uh, but yeah, it's not bad. And when you look at the the top two in the group, are guaranteed to qualify for the Euros. Uh, Kazakhstan are already guaranteed a playoff place because they won their Nations League group. It's um, I mean, it really is. I mean, and and again, it's easy to say before a ball's been kicked. But I think uh, the team, the way they finished the Nations League campaign, um. Is, is in good shape and, and you wonder where Denmark will be after the World Cup, for example. And you know, th- th- there's just so much potential there. Um, and, and we saw after, obviously, for, for Euro 2020, when Finland had a playoff place in the bag and didn't need it by coming second in that group. Um, it just shows that if they can carry on that momentum and, um, you know, they've got two games between now and then, it's uh, North Macedonia and Norway. Norway, yeah. Norway in in, um, in November, but um, yeah, coming into this, it's um, it's a nice little thing. I mean, this this kind of generation of players, again, if they could get through to that final in Germany, in uh, just just under two years' time, yeah, um, you know, just show that Euro 2020, 21 wasn't a one-off. It's um, yeah, it's all to play for, and I can't wait. No, looking forward to it, mate. Looking forward to it. Obviously, the old WhatsApps groups have been absolutely red hot as soon as the as soon as the draw and the fixtures came out. People already making their, their travel plans. As I said to you just before we started recording, you know, for us, for the two of us based in um, England, like it, uh, it'd be rude not to be in Belfast, I think. So we'll have to have a look at that one. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, Slovenia looks decent. I'd love to go there. We'll have a we'll have a look, mate. We'll um. Yeah, we'll we'll be uh be at a couple of the, of the fixtures, I'm sure. So um, yeah, can't wait. Looking forward to it. Yeah, and we we've talked about. I know last time before the uh, the France World Cup qualifier, we we all got together, the four of us, as it was at the time. And uh, I know Mark's got his eye on uh, Slovenia at home in June. Be mm. a uh, Friday night in Helsinki. That'll be uh, that'll be fun. If Finnair decide that two hundred and fifty pound for a return flight. Uh, booking what eight months in advance isn't too steep. They might like to lower the price a little bit, and uh, yeah, we might think about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we can get a mega bus that far from here, unfortunately. <laughs> um, well, yeah. So I mean, that's that's Euro twenty twenty four qualifying, and uh, and again, you know, in the build up to that, I suppose, uh, yeah, the end of March we'll be getting our our heads together and, and working out. Yeah, Denmark away, Northern Ireland away. We'll we'll start getting some pods ready. We'll see how the winter goes. I think by then we'll be full in with the Liga Cup and the Swarman Cup. But um, yes, all good. Um, otherwise, uh, Keke, what's been happening with Finns abroad? I think uh, some of the uh, the Finland players have got new managers. They've been playing in the, the Champions League. Um, what's caught your eye recently? Yeah, I mean. Um... Yeah, there's been, there's been a bit. The, the one the one who I do want to mention first is um, Carl Johan Eriksson. I mean, um, Dundee United have had a bit of a bit of a season, to be honest. A bit of a start to the season, to be honest. They they they've been rooted down the bottom, and they um they uh, they weren't doing too well. I mean, Sackle wasn't wasn't first choice at the start of the season. I think the fella is it Sigrist, the geezer's name, but um mm. but anyway, he's come in and. Um, yeah, as of as of earlier this week, he's he's kept himself two clean sheets in a row as Dundee United have managed to turn it round with victories over Aberdeen and Hibernian. So um, yeah, he's come in, Saku, with he's got his two clean sheets. He's um, you know, obviously he's had some painful memories this season as well. He shipped a few in, you know, Celtic managed to um to put a few past him. But um, but yeah, you know, two recent games, two clean sheets. So it's onwards and upwards for 
Dundee United and for um, for Carl Johan Eriksson. So um, yeah, fair play to him. Um, I mean, uh, over in the MLS, you've got uh, Lassi Lapanainen. He's he's scoring goals and 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 pitching in with assists. He keeps quite interesting actually. I watched the watched the game the other night. Um, into Miami versus uh, Club Football Montreal. So it was Robert Taylor up against uh, Lassie Lapalainen. And um, yeah, it was uh, it was Lassie who came out on top. He, he managed to score. And um, I think they ran out 3-1, 3-1 winners in the end, Montreal. But um, but yeah, so so the, the MLS players are doing okay. Robin Lodd's back in action after his um, mysterious withdrawal from the, uh, from the recent Hoopier <laughs> squad. Didn't fancy the flight or whatever, but... Um, but yeah, so uh, but yeah, he's 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 back in action. Ant Man after his heroics in Montenegro, mm. he scored one for uh, Norges Land in um, in Denmark. So he's banging them in for his club side. So um, yeah, I mean, there's 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 performances all over the place. Um, just will mention as well, Thomas Lamb. He's uh, obviously off the international scene now for a bit, but he's um, he's making a new life for himself down under. He's gone and joined Melbourne City in the Australian A-League. So um, we'll keep a little eye on him and see, see how he gets on. But yes, yeah, it's, um, it's, uh, it's, been, it's been decent. One, one guy I do want to mention as well, Rich, um, is uh, you might remember a chap by the name of Simon Scrab, who's, um, mm. who, was, who was in and about it a little while ago. He's, he's been doing all right in, in Allsvenskan as well. So he's, been, uh, he's tapped in a couple of goals recently. So, you know, we know that, we know that Rivet doesn't mind looking at form players rather than, you know, necessarily reputations. And um, yeah, so we might see Simon Scrab back in the back in the reckoning soon. Yeah, I mean, he, he was going great guns and then uh, he had a move to Brescia that I think fell down around just before COVID, just before lockdown. I think he moved to yeah. Italy and it all kind of went a little bit wrong from from there, really. Obviously not, not his fault. And I think he had some injury problems uh, and that as well. But um yeah, he was very much in the uh, the Finland, in a, use that cliche, in and around the side yeah. back, back, yeah. back in the day, sort of the 2019. And um, yeah, hopefully this will be a route back for him. Uh, I will say, actually, uh, you mentioned Ant-Man scoring at the weekend. Um, say Ant-Man, it's like with the Avengers podcast or something. But um, <laughs> yesterday for Nordjylland, uh, they played a cup game and uh, Ant-Man scored... Uh, Leo Valta, who play, I don't know if he's played for the under 21s yet, but he's uh, definitely under 19. He played the full 90 minutes for Nordjylland and got three assists. And we also had uh, Maxim Stopien, who was an Ilves uh, trainee, uh, came on and made his debut for the senior team and uh, and got the assist for Antman's goal yesterday. So, uh, nice. the, uh, I don't know, um, there, there was an article in the Independent, um, Dan Story wrote uh, last week, the week before talking about how Nordjylland is this kind of doing, you know, one of these clubs that you get yeah. into doing things a little bit differently. And, uh, and it's nice to see that, um, you know, Ant-Man after sort of bursting onto the scene a couple of weeks ago against um, Montenegro, you know, that the fact that he's getting these regular games, regular goals, and, uh, and hopefully I think he's made that place his own. Um, I know with the, the Finland games coming up in, in five weeks time, uh, Ansi Suhonen, has returned to Hamburg after his injury yep. at the end of last season. And he's been in dialogue with, uh, with Rive as well. I don't think there's a guarantee of a call-up, but he's definitely um, being looked at ahead of those friendlies because he was in... I think he would have been called up for the Nations League games in the summer had he not... Um, I think he fractured his tibia, I think it was. So, um, 
so yes again that 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 strength in depth um at the junior levels is uh, is fantastic we've had the uh, sinisalo who's doing well for burton really well on loan from aston villa and uh, and our old friend will yaskalainen signed himself a contract at wimbledon promptly got himself injured and he's uh, taken away some Wimbledon money and not having to work for it. So, uh, again, an, another one for producer Mark to bleep out. So, yeah, brilliant. Um, and, yeah, we've had uh, Glenn Kamara playing, or not playing against Liverpool in the Champions League for Rangers. Uh, Kredetsky's had, I think it's fair to say, an up-and-down season for Leverkusen. Yeah, he's but, got a uh, new manager got... now. Yeah. I, 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 he managed to... Managed to impress his new manager in his first game. He kept a clean sheet, but um, against Schalke. But mm. yeah, then uh, then promptly um, promptly had to pick it out the net a couple of times in the in the old Champions League. So um, yeah, it's been it has been a bit up and down for for our mate Luke. But um, yeah, Zabi Alonso's gone in there at, um, at Leverkusen, and um, you know Luke's number one. He's captain of the club, so I don't think you know we've got anything to worry about. But hopefully the the rest of the team can turn the form around, and they can because their league position is nothing what they would look, what they would be mm. expecting, you know. Yeah, but um, but yeah, definitely something we'll uh, be keeping our eye on over over the winter. And our, our Instagram page is where the most up to date fins abroad can be found. Uh, usually, of a Sunday morning after you've had your bike ride. That's it, mate. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, as the results come in, I'll um, see if I can uh, beg, steal, or borrow a, a decent. Decent enough image of uh, of what's been going on and, and stick it on the old Instagram. So yeah, go over there and follow us. It's uh, finish underscore football underscore show. Yeah, which uh, conveniently links to our Facebook page as well. So uh, double double um, the likes. But uh, that's it. Yeah, well, I guess on that bombshell, mate, we'll uh, we'll wrap this one up and give uh, give old Mark something to do. Um, I think we've had the plugs. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Escape to Swarmy, and you are. I'm on Twitter at Kekamulari. And uh, and yeah, we'll have links to the uh, those Instagram, the Twitter profiles, the Facebook groups in in the show notes, and uh, plenty of those really hard to read graphics that we're still trying to decipher, even though we're on the uh, Palolito Media email circulars, and we just yeah. cannot work it out, can we? <laughs> yeah, it, it all will become clear. Don't worry. Yes. In in a year's time, when hopefully we've that's had it. enough time to digest it all. Indeed. But um, but yes. Uh, anyway, that was yeah. So that's the finished football show. Um, we'll be back soon. I don't really know when. Probably uh, we'll have to work something out. Um, the yeah. The so the Vegas Liga finishes this Sunday, and uh, we go into our really long and strange Hunger Games for the Euro playoff. And that's uh, it. Hopefully, next time the the rest of the team will will turn up on a cold Thursday night in the Zoom land. Yeah. See how we get on. Nice. Anyway. Yeah. Kick okay, it. Thank you very much. Kedos, kedos, nakemi. That's moi moi from me. See you later. You've been listening to the Finnish Football Show. You can find us online at finnishfootballshow.com. Remember to subscribe to the show wherever you're listening or watching. You can follow the Finnish Football Show page and group on Facebook and on Instagram. See the links in the episode description below. You can also connect with the four hosts on Twitter at Explore Finland, at FC Swarmy at Escape to Saw Me, at Kekimula. Links to the Finnish Football Show merch stores are also in the episode description.